Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. These are some toxic nuclear stories. I hope I don't sound too toxic myself, but could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Spitzley. Steal from me? I'll ruin your career. This was about two years ago in college. I had just moved into a house off campus with three of my closest friends. There were two other college guys already living there. All of these guys were doing Air Force ROTC with me. Basically, you go into the military after you graduate. I really liked all of my roommates in the house, except for one of the dudes that was already living there. He had a dog that would constantly rip up pee, poop on the carpet, and he wouldn't clean it up. Furthermore, he would yell at us for leaving dirty dishes in the sink, etc., while he was the one making the vast majority of the mess. I had a job working around 30 hours a week and doing school full-time and doing ROTC. I had a job as a server, so I would make quite a lot of tips, around $300 a week. I would leave the cash in my room boxed up because I trusted everyone in the house. We were all going to join the military, and integrity is a big thing. So I go to deposit my tips in the bank after not going for about a month, and I'm shocked when my cash deposit is only about $200, when I knew it had to be at least $1,200. I knew someone was stealing my tips then. It then made sense because my deposits had seemed a little low for a while. I was furious because I was barely scraping by working my butt off trying to pay for college. So I buy a security camera for my room and hide it. I get all the documents from my work regarding the tips I've made over the past few months. I continue leaving my tips in the box unconcealed as bait. I don't tell any of my roommates this. Sure enough, I leave for a trip and I get a notification on my phone. I watch as this freaker that I trusted steals about $300 in cash from me, taking only $20 bills so I wouldn't notice. Well, the next day back from the trip, I schedule a meeting with our ROTC commander. I bring him all the evidence and video footage and tell him about my awful experiences with him in my house, with my other roommates as witnesses. Long story short, he got kicked out of ROTC and ruined his career. He had to pay me back about $1,000. I let him off easy and had to pay the military back about $9,000. He'd been getting paid by them for about a year. In addition, we go to an expensive school and he chose a useless major. So he stacked high in student debt with no real way out. And finally, he had just quit his job because he thought he could get away with stealing from me and watching TV at home. And he had just crashed his dream car he'd been working on for a while because he drives like an idiot. I still see him every so often on campus and smile at him. 
So considering this guy was quitting their job, planning on banking off of stealing OP's money and living off of that, do you think having to spend over 10 grand, being stuck with a useless major, their car broken down, getting kicked out of ROTC, do you guys think that's enough payback for what they did? Or do you think it needs to go even further? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. And our final story of the day is by JXXXLZ. Grandma plays the sweet old lady facade and destroyed them all. My boyfriend and I were together for nine years. On our seventh anniversary, he proposed and I said yes. But we decided that we'd get married after two years so that we'd have time to save up enough for the wedding and our future kids, etc. Our families were ecstatic, except for his mother. I don't know why she never liked me since day one, and she was not shy in showing it, i.e. incessantly accusing me of being promiscuous but mainly being a gold digger. I'm not trying to brag, but I earn more than her son and... This will be important later on. I came from a well-off and respected family in our community. Whilst preparing for the wedding, his mom took pleasure in being a gosh darn pain in the butt. Jerk mother would make changes about the details of the wedding without informing me or her precious boy, such as informing my guests that their invitations were revoked to accommodate her chosen guest, whom I've never met or heard about before mess with the seating arrangements, and change the menu and arrangements, etc. I had to pay twice, freaking twice, just to revert the changes she made. Of course, it didn't sit well with her, so being the ever-mature adult that she is, she cried and threw a tantrum. A freaking tantrum. I am not a confrontational person, and I easily get anxious when I feel tension arise. Thank God spineless ex-fiancé's grandparents, from fiancé's father's side, were really lovely people and of course my beautiful grandma. They were the main reason why I was able to put up with all the BS she was doing. Belittling was one of her hobbies, so it didn't come as surprise when she berated me about my wedding dress, which was gorgeous by the way, and it was handmade by my mom's best friend, who's like my second mother. It took a year and three months to finish the dress. In short, the dress was really, really special to me. I never ever raised my voice, nor said anything negative about jerk mother. But the straw that broke the camel's back was when she stole my wedding dress two months before the wedding and destroyed it because she didn't like the design. I had a full-on anxiety attack when I found out what she'd done. And whilst my anxiety attack, she never lifted a finger to help, but she was on her usual routine calling my anxiety attack a cry for attention and that I was just being over dramatic. It was too late to fix the dress, so I ended up buying a new wedding dress. By this time, we were way over the budget for the wedding because of this monster. Wedding day comes, lo and behold, my dashing fiancé was a no-show. No one knew where he was and no one could reach him. I was devastated, a crying mess, and of course, jerk mother thought it was the perfect opportunity to verbally attack and mock me. To be honest, it still hurts me every time I remember this. Up to this day, I honestly believe nothing will ever make me feel so pathetic. I showed up to work the following day, desperately trying to distract myself from all the fiasco, and three days later, I found out that he'd been cheating on me for a year with a mutual friend. The worst part was that we all worked at the same place. As I said, I am not a confrontational person, so I did my best to avoid them and avoid the drama, but ugly cheating friends started tormenting me by purposely showing off how sweet spineless ex-fiance was. 
how he treats her like a princess, topped with nauseating public displays of affection, and was spreading rumors and talking crap about me just to get me riled up, but it didn't work. Ugly cheating friend, with the help of jerk mother, started targeting my family. As I mentioned, my family is well respected in our community, and everyone knew what went down between us. So some of our close friends informed us about cheating friends' malicious comments about our family. Of course, my ex-fiance, being the ever-spineless witch he is, did nothing and sided with his new side piece. I'm really close with my grandma. She was the one who raised me when both my parents died. I love and respect the woman. She's the epitome of what a classy woman is. She has this aura that was really kind and comforting, but can be very intimidating when the situation calls for it, which is why she's very well respected and well loved in our community. She always had a smile on her face and treated everyone well. And if it wasn't for her, I don't think I would make it after all that that had happened to me. So when cheating friends started badmouthing her, I was bent on destroying her and my spineless and buttless witch ex-fiance. I was beyond furious at this point, thus I started scheming on how I planned to drag them down. I talked to my grandma about it, but she convinced me not to do so and that I should just leave our hometown for a while to take a breather and take some time to heal myself, etc. After weeks and weeks of discussions, and I eventually saw how everything that had happened and currently was happening was taking a toll on my mental and emotional health, I conceded defeat to my grandma's idea, so I left. Didn't contact anyone from the hometown, except my grandma of course. Two years passed, and I received an invitation for our high school reunion. By this time, I've been really missing my friends and family, so I decided that it was high time to return and reconnect with my old friends and family. Everyone was surprised to see me, but everyone was really warm and welcoming. It certainly felt like I was back home. Everything was going well. I was in line to get a refill of my drink when I overheard two girls blabbering about how cheating friend was pregnant and the father of the child was a married man. I was curious as freak but decided not to pry since I no longer wanted to be on the loop about whatever was going on about them. The following day, I met up with my favorite cousin and my curiosity got the best of me, so I asked him about what went on when I left. And oh boy, I was not ready for the tea. My grandma always had a gleeful disposition. She always greeted everyone and engaged in small talks with anyone. But apparently, when I left, she started to act differently. The happy grandma from the next door was gone. She always had a gloomy smile. Even the way she talked changed. She talked about how bad she felt for me, how she was hurting so much that me, her precious granddaughter was going through such a rough time, how it broke her heart knowing that she couldn't do anything to ease my pain. People around us knew grandma as someone who hates to be seen as weak and helpless. Thus, it was truly a heartbreaking surprise when they saw Grandma in such a state. Despite her lamenting about my unfortunate situation, she had nothing but kind words for spineless ex-fiancé, jerk mother, and cheating friend. Everyone revered me and my grandma for handling the situation ever so gracefully. Their words not mine. Despite all the bad blood, we took the high road. People now started treating spineless ex-fiancé and jerk mother differently. They became a social pariah. After hearing what both spineless ex-fiancé and jerk mother did and how they treated me, especially jerk mother, 
most families cut their ties with them. Jerk mother's husband, a good man but very timid, apparently was my grandma's student, filed for divorce and declared that jerk mother could have whatever she wanted for the marriage as long as he doesn't have to deal with her anymore. As for spineless ex-fiance, most of our mutual friends sided with me through the ordeal. He was being groomed to be promoted for a takeover as the department chief and this was huge because if it went through, spineless ex-fiance would be the youngest chief in the company's history. But due to what happened and the fact that his boss, my second mom's husband, was a close family friend of ours, it all went down the drain. Spineless ex-fiance was not fired from his job because the boss thought it would be such an easy way out. And because my grandma spoke to the boss that firing him would be wrong and unprofessional, and again playing her sweet old lady card. Ugly cheating friend was caught having an affair with one of her bosses. Unfortunately, this boss of hers was married, though I found out about the affair but didn't know who the third party was. Obviously, divorce papers were filed, and both parties agreed that it was a no-fault divorce. Until the wife received incriminating evidences of both cheating friend and the boss, which were sent anonymously. Grandma hired a private investigator to collect enough evidence to incriminate both cheating friend and boss. Not only did the wife sue for 80% of their property... She also filed a case to have cheating friend's license revoked on grounds of moral turpitude. As the investigation went on, they found that cheating friend and boss had been stealing from the company. One thing people didn't know about my grandma is that she's really conniving. She knows how to play that sweet lady card all too well. My grandma just told me she saw cheating friend at the grocery store and decided to have a small talk with her. She approached her with a smile on her face and a bottle of olive oil in her left hand. My grandma is a very soft-spoken. With a huge, sickly sweet smile, she proceeded to talk crap about cheating friend. Of course, cheating friend being cheating friend was pissed and started yelling at my grandma. A fellow shopper saw what went on and called the manager and security. When the manager asked about what happened, cheating friend began furiously explaining and repeating what my grandma just said to her. My awesome grandma then put on her gloomy smile and said that, I approached her because I wanted to know if this was the right kind of cooking oil I was looking for. I couldn't read the label since I forgot my glasses at home. I'm sorry miss, I didn't mean to bother you, I just needed some help. And this infuriated cheating friend. The manager turned to cheating friend and said, Ma'am, the old lady just needed some help. And I'm pretty sure she would leave you alone if you just tell her you didn't want to be bothered. My grandma then said, It's alright sir. I was at fault here. Again, I'm sorry miss. I hope you have a lovely day ahead. Everyone who saw the commotion gave cheating friend dirty looks at the grocery store and some were really sweet and offered to assist and accompany my grandma while doing her groceries. I freaking love this woman. I know I'll never be as cool as she is. My grandma and I would like to thank each and every one of you guys. You're all really lovely and she'd like to share a little advice. When someone screws you over, let them think that you're an underdog and when they're complacent, hit them where it hurts. Definitely, if you got the face and the persona to pull it off, doing that innocent holier-than-thou type persona, it can really help you out. If you just reek of that sweetheart, older lady look and style and sound, 
there's probably a darn lot of things you could get away with. Guess it just depends how good your acting skills are. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.